This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. The Jefferson County School District has placed a school bond on the November ballot. 509J School District Superintendent Jay Matheson elaborates on the bond renewal and what, if approved, would be funded. So this is a facility bond, uh, which means that we, 509J, would only be able to use funding should voters approve it for facilities, for buildings, infrastructure like that, not for staffing. The ask of voters is for $24 million. That would be funded from property taxes. It's a renewal bond, which makes this really interesting. What that means is that the tax rate is not estimated to go up. They're not all paid off, but we did have some bond retiring, which is how this is a renewal bond that will not raise tax rates. It'll just keep it going is a way to think about it. And this bond has a term of 21 years at the onset. It could be paid off earlier, but but that's what it has. Uh, the project list includes $24 million worth of projects, as I said, plus an extra $4 million that the state of Oregon will provide as a matching grant. So total $28 million uh, should the voters approve this. And we can talk you know, specifically about what's happening at the K-8 here in Warm Springs, which is actually our largest new construction piece of this bond, largest freestanding building that's going up, providing six classrooms uh, at the K-8, which is pretty exciting. 509J School Board Chair Lori Danzuka. Back when we first built the building, we knew that it was going to be an issue with space. So when we first started the bond process back in fall of 2020, we decided that we needed to look at what the enrollment was. Enrollment was increasing at the K-8. We needed increased classrooms for kindergarten. We needed more space for culture and language that we're implementing into the school day. We needed more room for staff. We've continued to add staff over the years at the K-8 to meet the needs of the growing population and the growing needs of the students who attend there. So with that planning in mind, we took a long look in planning with the Warm Springs Culture Program and how we could expand our early learning programs at the school. We know that transitions are a huge piece for kids to be successful, so that transition from preschool to kindergarten is pretty important. One of our other goals as a district is to make sure we continue with family engagement and making sure families feel comfortable at the school, comfortable with teachers, and they're able to get that input that they need to be a part of their kids' continuing education as they start in public school coming from preschool. That's really our goal there and to continue to strengthen that relationship we have with those programs and expand those programs and make sure we have enough room for the teachers at the K-8. Jefferson County schools have a need for health, safety, and security upgrades for addressing basic building systems that typically need replacing in aging buildings and space as educational opportunities for students grow. The school bond renewal addresses these areas of concern. It's been several years since the passage of the last bond measure in the district. That bond helped to construct the Warm Springs K-8 Academy. Danzuka shares a bit of history about how that bond measure nine years ago and some unique collaboration helped to bring a new school to Warm Springs. So when we went out for the bond in 2012, we knew that the K-5 building here in Warm Springs was really old and outdated and there was a lot of safety issues that came up in relationship to that school. So in a bold move, we went into five-year agreement with the tribe with our one goal to build a new building for the children of Warm Springs. 
And throughout that process, the tribe had decided that they would pay half of the $22 million to pay for that. So there was $11 million. What was so unique about it is the tribe had to pass a referendum through the tribal process side. The district had to pass a bond for the rest of the funding. Uh, the first time in Warm Springs, a referendum didn't pass. We took that as we needed to get more information out there so people understood. So we went out for a second referendum. And the more unique was we had to get that referendum passed before we could place the bond issue to the rest of Jefferson County, including Warm Springs. But that was a unique part of it. Once we got that done, the referendum got approved, the bond got approved. A third party came in. USDA came in with some grant funding to help offset the cost for the tribe. So we had a three-way relationship in going into the construction of the K-8. We had a timeline developed for design, construction, and opening. They were pretty aggressive timelines by all three parties. We were very successful in meeting all of those timelines. The parties worked very well together. The stars aligned. I'm not sure what happened, but it was a very unique opportunity for us to work together to bring together the K-8 Academy and the much-needed services it needed for the tribe. And there was a lot of involvement on the tribal side, even just in the building, the design of the building. You could see when you walk through, there's things that are unique to our tribes and our customs. And those have slowly been implemented into the K-8 since it's been built. Joey Prechtel was brought on as the communications coordinator for the 509J School District in May of this year. He says he jumped right in and helped to put together the bond package that the school district is asking voters to approve on Election Day. Basically, the bond package can be summarized with three themes, focusing on health, safety and security projects, updating and repairing our aging facilities, as well as expanding vocational programs, as well as early learning. And so every single school with this bond, should it pass, will receive those health, safety, and security updates, whether it be updating fire alarms and things like that, or updating security codes with key access control, and then as well as working on health and safety projects around heating and ventilating and improving that within all of the schools, which we know is even more important now with some extended wildfire seasons and making sure that the students are, you know, making sure that they're getting circulated and clean air and that wildfire is not getting into those schools. And then as far as updating and repairing our aging facilities, I'm learning that the school buildings, while well-maintained, are definitely aging. We just heard from Lori about the new Warm Springs K-8 Academy building. Even with that building as part of our district, the average age of the buildings in our district is 54 years old, with some of the buildings over 80 years old. And, you know, I have to give my hat off to our facilities crew because they do a great job in maintaining the buildings, but there are just things that we're asking asking for that this is not deferred maintenance. Uh, I want to make that clear is that that's not why we're going out to the voters. Um, It's not that we're not taking care of these community assets. It's that there are things that have just extended past their useful life and they need these big repairs such as roof replacements and repairs at several of our school buildings. As I mentioned, the HVAC repairs and upgrades, electrical upgrades. I know Metolius Elementary, they are slated to get a pretty big 
driveway improvement program because right now in front of Metolius Elementary, the drop-off and pickup is just right in front on the street. It's not the most safe mechanism right now for student drop-off and pickup. And so we're working to pass this bond. And then there would be a driveway that would come up into the school and to make it a little bit safer to separate it from the street. And then as far as expanding vocational programs, this would improve CTE space at the high school. It actually enclosed that area that's exposed to the outdoors. And what that would do is what I'm learning is would actually allow the agriculture program to then expand inside and it would allow our welding area to move into that area since it would now be covered. So those are just some of the things that this bond would do. And then early learning, it would fund those six new classrooms here at the K-8. And then it would also fund four new early learning classrooms at Bridges High School, where that is in downtown Madras. So it's a wide ranging bond that covers a lot. And like I said, every single building will receive something from this bond, whether it's health safety security projects or updating, repairing those facilities or expanding those vocational programs and early learning. If passed, the bond would maintain the current tax rate of $2.74 per $1,000 of assessed value and would raise $24 million for Jefferson County schools. The district also applied for a matching grant opportunity through the Oregon State Capital Improvement Matching Program and was awarded a $4 million matching grant, but only if the proposed measure passes. Superintendent Matheson details some of the improvements that will happen if the bond passes on November 2nd. Buff Elementary in Madras is a K-5 school. Buff is not one of our oldest schools and it is well maintained, but they are getting some HVAC upgrades some roof repairs, which are pretty significant there, and the new key and access controls. So uh, safety on the exits and entrances, HVAC and roof, that buff. Madras Elementary is one of the oldest facilities in the district. Also a K through five school, very, very different facility. Again, well cared for because it is serving students well, but it's time for some new roof and insulation, some HVAC upgrades. We're gonna make some ADA improvements, which will improve access for some students families, which is nice. New fire alarm system, asbestos abatement, and uh, that new key and access control at the entrances and exits. So it's a pretty long list at Madras L, but that's one of our older school buildings. Matheson says Bridges High School has undergone a programming redesign and needs more usable space to accommodate the growing programming opportunities for students. They're still engaged in that with Principal Jason Weeks leading the way. They're bringing in more hands-on CTE programming. They're bringing in more in-person core subject instruction. I'll tell you what, if you want to be inspired, walk into Bridges and meet who some of Jason's team, some of those teachers, and see what they're doing with kids. It's pretty cool. Because of that programming change, Bridges is expanding a little bit, using more of the spaces in that building. And so we're going to take care of some of those spaces, show them some facility love, like repair that gym floor, do some new flooring down on the lower level. One of the key projects at Bridges is we're going to update, we're going to remodel. They're not functional yet, but we'll make them functional for spaces that we could have some early learning programming be in. So three nice large size classrooms. There's a set of restrooms right there. And then there's a a space that could be a smaller classroom or uh, intervention space. It it would be almost a self-contained early learning center on the lower level there. Jefferson County Middle School has a bit of a shorter list of items because it's one of the newer school buildings in the district. Communications Coordinator Joey Prechtel. 
So the middle school there is slated to get a new roof and some insulation work there. And then also those uh, new key and access controls just to make sure that it is more secure. And it's actually in pretty good shape. And so the Bond Development Committee looked at the list and we decided as far as health, safety, security goes, these were the two items that the middle school really needed and it addresses those critical needs of making sure kids are warm, safe, and dry. And so that's what Jefferson County Middle School is slated to get from the bond. Another project that would happen if the bond measure passes would make improvements at the Madras High School soccer complex. Superintendent Matheson. I learned from one of our coaches who's been coaching soccer for a long time that the program has near 100 students uh, between boys and girls teams. That's a significant chunk of our population at Madras High School and Bridges High School. So because they have more students playing soccer, the single building that is near the field is shared access for public restroom use and for the uh, student athletes to use as a changing room and a team room. They've outgrown that probably dozens and dozens of students ago. So one of the main things at the soccer complex at the high school will be to build a new building that will be larger, that will serve as team rooms for both girls and boys teams so that uh, kids have adequate place to change and store equipment and coaches to instruct. Also, another element of that project is that field lights will go up. And so now you have a space that has two full-size soccer fields and some space in the margins that could be used after sunset. And so the community use expansion that, that could happen with those fields is pretty cool. School districts often use bonds to pay for expensive projects, typically funding improvement projects such as updates or new construction. The last bond measure for the 509J school district back in 2012 not only helped to fund the construction of the Warm Springs K-8 Academy, it also made possible the building of the Performing Arts Center, upgrades to the track and stadium at Madras High School, and many other projects. Since that time, health, safety, and security concerns have changed, and basic systems like electrical, heating, cooling, and roofs in many district schools are aging. And the need for diverse learning opportunities, such as vocational education and early learning to support the community's youngest learners, has grown. Each Jefferson County school would benefit if this bond renewal passes in the November 2nd election and strengthen learning and teaching environments well into the future. Matheson shares the current student enrollment numbers at all of the schools in the district. I'll start with K-8. We're running between 500 and 550 students this fall at the K-8. And then Jefferson County Middle, so JCMS, were north of 400, but I believe just a little less than 450 at that particular school. The high school, Madras High School, is running at 660 plus. Bridges is running at 70 right now in the fall. They will go up as part of their programming changes as the year goes along. The K-5 elementaries of Metolius is running around 260, 270, I believe. Buff is in that same range, 270, 280, I believe. And then Madras Elementary is just a little north of 300, maybe 310, give or take. All pretty similarly sized, those three K-5s. Give or take a little bit, those are the sizes of our schools. To recap, if passed, Jefferson County School District would repair or replace locks, fire panels, alarms, and security systems, and would fund the removal of asbestos and air quality projects in all schools with new heating and ventilation systems. The average age of a school in the 509J School District is 54 years. Some schools are over 80 years old and have aging electrical heating, lighting, and cooling systems. 
If passed, the proposed bond would fund new or repaired HVAC systems and electrical systems, fund roofing replacements or repairs at Madras High, JCMS, and Madras Buff and Metolius Elementaries. Also included would be a driveway remodel project at Metolius Elementary to direct traffic flow during drop-off and pickup times. The district is growing vocational education and early learning programs for students. If passed, the bond would expand existing space at Madras High School by enclosing exposed outdoor learning spaces for career and technical education programs. It would fund the addition of six early learning classrooms at Warm Springs K-8 Academy and four at the West Side Building, where Bridges High School is currently located. 509J's communication coordinator, Joey Practal, encourages folks to take a look at the website created for the bond measure. It's super informative and includes a full list of proposed bond projects. People can get more information at www.509jschoolbond.org. There's also some information on the district website. If they hover over the departments tab and then there's a little bond tab, they click on that. There's a little page on the district website with that and then there's a link that takes them to 509jschoolbond.org. And that's really the best place for all-encompassing information, uh, breaks down the projects, health, safety, security, repairing aging facilities, and the vocational and early learning programs. And then it also shows you which schools are going to receive what projects. And then there's also an opportunity to leave some feedback there. And then I will say too that there will be a, a little bit of a informational video. It runs just under three minutes. There will be uh, both an English and a Spanish version of that video on that website as well, as well as on our Facebook page, the Instagram page, and then the district website as well. And uh, But yeah, as far as online, that website, uh, 509jschoolbond.org is really the best place to go for any, any questions someone might have. School facilities in the district have been well maintained and taken care of. The proposed projects would make improvements to systems that normally need replacing or repair over time, add features that have become necessary in today's world, and allow expansion to accommodate not only growing student populations, but space that allows for more students, from early learners to high schoolers, to have access to and benefit from new educational opportunities. A lot of the schools in 509J have long histories, and many generations of learners have attended classes in one, two, maybe even more of them. The buildings often represent important foundational periods of childhood or memories for parents whose children grew up and learned in them. School board chair Lori Danzuka attended school in 509J, raised children who attended the schools, and currently serves as the school board chair. In fact, she served as the board's chair four times. She's the district's longest-serving current board member, and she was recently named the Oregon School Board Association's 2021 Board Member of the Year. She shares a little about some of the different school buildings, the community's ties to them, and shares how small details often evoke a shared nostalgia. We did have an option with the Bean Foundation, and we did not renew that option We've had a lot of questions around that, and the district passed this time on that option for them to continue to expand and take over that building that is a district-owned facility building. So that's why we're looking at making those expansions there. And at one time, it was a Madras Union High School. And after that, where I went, was Madras Junior High School, my seventh and eighth grade year. And we didn't know what a middle school meant. So whenever people talk about middle school to this day, we kind of interchange middle school and junior high because that's what we knew when we were growing up. 
The other schools in the district, what we've always strived to do at Jefferson County is make sure that their community availability is known because, oh, we have this. I mean, we remember the the mushroom at the Madras Elementary or we remember the basketball courts or the four square or the wall ball at Buff Elementary and then at the middle school, the basketball hoops and the big swings at the middle school. Metolius has kind of a, a little bit of connection back to when um, the Ellsbury's were still in town. And then um, Warm Springs, the gym, when the gym burned down back in 2000, around that time, that was a tough loss for the community because everybody had that connection to the school and playing basketball and having tournaments. Luckily, the gym was rebuilt and renovated, and it still does serve that purpose to this day. And it's still referred to as the old elementary. We can't get away from that, but that's a good thing because we have to remember where we came from and to keep continuing forward where we want to be. Although well cared for, 509J schools do face challenges that will need funding to be adequately addressed. The school bond, if it passes, would make it possible to complete the needed projects, which will benefit each school in the district. Again, the proposed projects would improve health, safety and security at all schools, replace or repair systems in aging school buildings, and provide space to meet the demand for vocational and early learning programs. Take the time to visit the School Bond website where you can see a list of all of the proposed projects and get all of the information you need to make an informed decision when voting on the School Bond. Be sure your ballot makes it in time to be counted. Place it in a ballot drop box no later than 8 p.m. on Election Day, November 2nd. Drop boxes can be found in Warm Springs on the campus across the street from the post office and at Three Warriors Market in Simnasho. Other locations include Culver City Hall, Metolius City Hall, the Crooked River Ranch admin area, and Jefferson County Clerk's Office at 66 Southwest D Street in Madras. Please remember to vote by November 2nd. I'm Liz Smith reporting for the Warm Springs program on 91.9 FM, KWSO.